Coast to Coast. Back. This coast is a coast great podcast. episode. This is our prelude it, to the Halloween special. This this is our build up, and I, man, Nick, Nick went out and he did a thing. I did a thing, and all I'm, by I'm myself, dude. I'm proud of you for one. I hate you for two, but not really. Anywho, um, Nick. I'm going to let you say what happened, man. Everybody knows where I stand on, like, ghost stories and, you know, demons and all that kinds of jazz. I don't I don't play around with that stuff, right? Well, I see that, and I'm like, gone. We were wanting to build up to Halloween this year, so we uh, were going to get – I have a buddy here right in my area I went to school with that does paranormal investigating. Yeah. But I just couldn't get a hold of the guy for it save my life. Okay. So I got the brilliant idea to go, wait a minute, let's go some Facebook paranormal groups. And I joined about three, four of them things. And I did As a little, uh, little video saying this is who I am. And I'm looking for some guests or for people to do a little short video of a scary story. If you're out there and you have an awesome scary story or something happened to you, do a little video clip, send it to me. It'll be on we'll the next play episode. It. We'll play it. I'll, I'll pee my pants. Well, in one of the Probably. groups I posted in, I had this cool dude that, that commented, and he's like, dude, we're totally up for it. It was kind of funny, because you know how the one little problem we have with gas is because of the time we have to record because of somebody? Yeah. 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 This guy uh, says, yeah, that's my, that's my fault. Sorry. I got I to gotta put my kids to bed. <laughs> this right? guy Over says. Here on the best coast. Thank you. This guy says. Yeah, we can do it as long as it's at least after 8.30 Eastern. I was like, holy shit. Perfect. So, start messaging him, and here we are. We got him on the, <laughs> like, we got him on the show today. You're like, hey, 8.30 sounds great, but what about 11.30 Eastern? <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Because like, uh, of what we do, we usually get into bed by 10, but it's okay. We'll do it. Troopers. Nice. Troopers. Nice. Well, with that said, y'all don't forget to like, subscribe, comment share we're doing some paranormal um uh, i don't want to say interrogating but interviewing today make sure y'all stick around head on down to link tree get yourself a uh get yourself a run shirt yeah run. get the run go run yeah. run I'm gonna get you get the run <laughs> uh, and with I that walking with that nick i think this. you might I, I think you might ought to want to bring them in buddy so, without further ado, we're going to bring in our guests. We have Mark and Andrea with the Spectral Paranormal Investigators. Nick likes to rub his hands, so now I got two. That's two. what I do. I always do that. <laughs> hey, guys. Yay! Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's going on? Not much. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Nice to be here. I'm excited. Brandon's Brand excited. I'm, I'm nervous excited. Nervous. We'll nervous. try to keep it down. <laughs> He's got the chihuahua bladder going on. He's excited somebody's here. Right, right, right. It's like happy pee. Chihuahua bladder. <laughs> Glory of mercy. So real quick, let's just start off. If you guys want to say the names and, you know, how long you've been doing this and any little things you want to throw in there quick. Um, My name is Andrea, or Andy, and I really haven't been doing it that long. Only since I met Marks, so we've probably only been doing it about, because um, it wasn't as soon as we met. It was like two years. Yeah, it's been two years. Yeah, the crazy thing is, like, I used to be uh, a part of like different groups. I was never really on a team. 
but I was the guy that they'd always send in to verify if a place was actually haunted or if there was energies there because of me being a spirit sensitive. When we met, um, I kind of put that behind me. We weren't really doing much with that. And then we went to Salem and we had some experiences. And, and then I started thinking to myself, well, she just said this. How would she know that? And, and I started thinking and I, and I just came out and asked her. I was like, do you have like ever like weird feelings and stuff that you can't explain? So then she was starting to tell me different things that happened to her when she was younger. Um, and then when we went on our own little tour around the Salem area, she started feeling things at places where I already knew there was like a malevolency to it. And that's when I kind of figured out that she had something. And then we talked about it. And then at that point is uh, when we both said, you know, why don't we take our gifts and use it for something good and you know let's let's investigate and prove life after death and all that so we formed spectral paranormal investigations nice That's so you cool. you did you did do it with you did a little bit of that with other people you said yeah i was in it probably about if i had to give it like year wise uh i worked with those teams for about like five years uh different teams and then i gave it up because something something kind of dark was starting to happen to me and I was starting to feel things and something was kind of like following me, I guess you can say. So that was kind of like my way of walking away from it. Cause I, I really didn't want to get too deep into that. But then, you know, later on in life, here I am at 51 years old and I said, Hey, why not? It's a what the good heck? time to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. So no, this is another thing too. I mean, we saw so many different, like her and I, we like to watch the paranormal stuff and that. And we've seen so many, teams faking things and it really bothered me because it's not a joke like the field's not a joke but you have all these people on youtube and they're constantly fabric you know fabricating things and exaggerating uh faking their evidence and stuff then you have all these debunkers now on youtube you know showing you who are fakers in a nutshell but mm -hmm. we wanted to bring people the true paranormal we wanted to we want people to see what real investigations are like and not like these far-fetched things um and we take pride in what we get. We do get a lot of evidence. We do get a lot of uh, communication with the spirits. And and like I was telling uh, a couple of people the other day, we, we build a rapport with the spirits, it seems like. Every investigation we do, we always walk away. And it's like, you feel like you made a friend. It's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. But yeah. See, I, I, I'm, I'm like right where you touched on, you know, felt something, you know, maybe following me around. For me, that's that's me. That's like, I'm like, nope. I'm done. That's that's why I don't ever. I've, I've had a few things happen in my life, and I'm like, yeah, GTFO. <laughs> like, no, I'll pass. Thank you very much. Oh, we, we definitely, I'm good. we definitely bring shit home. Like, we do bring stuff home, and it's uh, it's a part See, that's of what the we scary do. part for me, man. Like, uh, like I was telling uh, you guys the other day, um, we've had situations here where we're sitting here watching a movie. And then we'll see like shadows walking in our kitchen. Nope, um, I'm done. We'll nope. Yeah, we, we see like orbs and stuff in our house. And then yep. she'll the be candles. in bed. Yeah, and the candles automatically light up by themselves and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, well, it's 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 not real candles. I yeah. bought the um, Harry Potter floating candles for the ceiling uh -huh. for Halloween. Yeah, the I ones that you can wave the, the wand morning, and turn them on and off, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I when I woke up in the morning every time i go to the kitchen there's a different candle lit and i didn't light any of them yeah. that's kind of <laughs> like my radio in the kitchen brandon nick what's that 
No, he's had a brain. I, I had a, a a house I lived in for a while when I was doing property management. It was a big old mansion, like three stories. You could say four. The attic could have been another four. And I had a couple of weird things going on in there. Like uh, I was telling Brandon on the top of a kitchen cabinet because the ceilings are so tall, there was space above them. I had an old radio. We love old radios, like the old vintage. They were all over the house. And a lot of them actually work. And I would leave them just real low on a station just because I like the ambience of the music. Mm-hmm. Well, for about a week or two, I had this thing where I would go in the kitchen and the volume would have been turned way too far down. And it was annoying. I kept saying, who's turning the damn, I want it on. Stop doing it. And you got to literally turn the knob. I mean, it's, you know. So one morning I got up, I'm about half sleep. I go down. There's a little room on the side of my kitchen where my Keurig is and I'm making a coffee. And I look up and I'm like, that damn radio's turned down again. Son of a bitch. So I'm sitting there making my coffee and all of a sudden, very slowly, the radio volume starts going up. Nope. Mm-hmm. Right back. <laughs> yeah, Brandon's like, nope. I'm like, oh, nope. shit. Nope, I'm oh, out. Nope. <laughs> Gone. That was awesome. GTFO right there. That's there. Here's your sign. <laughs> Made my coffee. <laughs> like when, when I was in bed, and this just happened about a week ago, I think it was, and then it happened right to you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we'd get out of the bed and, and we would literally feel someone sitting on the bed and getting in position of laying down you feel the weight and everything on the bed and it's mind-blowing because it literally Mm. felt like it felt to me like she was right beside me and i don't know for some reason i kind of knew she wasn't going to be there but i turned anyway just to look out of curiosity of course it was nothing there and then it happened to her a couple days from me when i got up and she felt the same thing about it so we do have to do a lot of cleansing um, our cleansings are usually once a month in the house, so it happens. I would say about three or four different things that happened to me, uh, more, more than that, maybe five, was while I was in bed. Mm-hmm. I I have a question. Since oh. you mentioned the cleansing, for people mm. who have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah, how do you do it? What do you do? Um, I got the bleach. So there's, there's different... Needles. It depends on the malevolency of the spirit, or it depends on the type of energy that you're having. If you have just a spirit that is not meaning any ill will, but you just want no energy in your house, and you just want to be, the simplest thing to do is to burn sage. You want to use real natural sage. Um, that really works well. White sage works well. Uh, you pretty much just go through every room of your house, and you talk in a nice, kind manner to the spirit. Because if you are rude or anything like that, you can make it where it refuses to leave. But if you're nice about it, you just say, oh. you know, I didn't invite you here. You're not welcome here. I'm sorry. We just don't want anything here right now with us and that we we like our privacy. Like you can say a bunch of different things as you're walking out the sage. If it's a, a weaker spirit, it will leave. Now, if you get into a situation where something's a little bit more mischievous, uh, dark, um, at that point, you got to go into another measure. So not only would you do sage, but you would also carry like a cross in the other hand. And you would say in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, he commands you to leave this house. You are not welcome here. I had never invited you. You have to be very kind of like stern with it, but not too aggressive. And then you have to make sure that you hit every corner with the smoke in your house in every room. And then if it even gets worse, then you have to go into the oils and you have to go into salts. Now with the salts, you can use Himalayan uh, Himalayan pink salt or whatever, any kind of earth salt. And you put that at your door frames, like on the bottom. 
and that creates a barrier for them. And then what you do is you anoint the oil and you do it on your door frames and stuff. And you can use 100% real natural olive oil. And then you just make crosses on each side of the frame. And then you would do the sage. After you do all of that stuff and you do a couple prayers and you, and you definitely have to command the spirit to leave, usually that will cleanse your home. And we don't ever have issues usually until we bring new spirits home. Yeah, I have to keep my dogs away from my uh, oh, damn. door that goes from my bedroom to the outside um, because there's salt <laughs> all across that doorway. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I did not know it was that extensive. It depends. There's a lot of things. I mean, you can get in a situation where you can have poltergeist like activity and sometimes that stuff won't work. And you have to go into deeper, deeper things. Um, and usually you might even have to get a priest to come and bless the house. That's when you're starting to dive into like holy water, um, putting it in sprayers and making sure that you spray each room down and you're spraying the doors and stuff as you're doing prayers. There's a lot of different techniques you can do it. But like, again, it depends on the strength of the spirit and, you know, what its intentions are. Anywhere specific that you yeah. really want to go and investigate? Like, is there something where you're like, I would love to investigate that place? Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I I think Dracula's Castle Ooh. would be Ooh. great. <laughs> yeah, I, that yeah, hers is that. I, I mean, that does sound fascinating. Um, the Axe House is another one that we want to do, but I would say yeah. mine would probably be investigating all the spots where Jack the Ripper attacked people. That would be so interesting. Man, dude, you guys, you guys are all that is man. Holy crap. And woman. Thank you very much. Well, yeah. I said, I, well, you guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I That's, just want to touch on, we were talking last night about it, how you were saying you don't usually get a lot of activity in cemeteries, which was odd. You would think you would. Well, I, I think kind of like we were saying last night, that's really just a resting place for a body or for a vessel. Um, most often by the time that body gets to the cemetery, the spirit is already gone and they usually attach to a place that um, they have a connection with. So they're not attached yeah, to the body, they're attached to a destination. Sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cemeteries are very rare to find actual hauntings and spirits. There are cemeteries. Mm -hmm. The one that we have in the video right now with Forest Hills, that, that place is through the roof active. And it's because of how everything has been uh, disregarded. There is no care. There's weeds. There's trees bearing graves. Graves are knocked over. It's, it's just it a really sad. bad situation. And Waverly's like that, too. The other one that Weatherly. we're going to be... Yeah, Weatherly. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing that one. Yep. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there's some cemeteries that do have a lot of activity, but um, they're far in between, you know. Would, uh, would just... Gettysburg be one of those exceptions with the burial and stuff? I've heard a lot and seen a Shush. lot of... Yeah. Been we, there. We actually, That's a creepy we went place. to Gettysburg. Yeah, Gettysburg's um, crazy. We didn't do, like, a, a filmed investigation at Gettysburg because that was before we really developed all of this. But we got a lot of activity in Gettysburg. And the reason I believe Gettysburg is so haunted is because all of the bodies were just kind of left for days and days, dead on the field. And um, yeah, I think just a lot of lost spirits. Yeah, wow. at, our hotel, at our hotels that we stayed at, we had a lot of activity. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing, woke up, what time was it we got woken up by that? It was probably around 
the witching hour. Oh, see, Brandon three. Something about <laughs> Brandon. Yeah, gee, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I know, Nick. at the cash town in and that place uh that's where they did a lot of the filming around that area for the movie uh what's his name stayed there is the actor sam elliott yeah sam elliott stayed there Ooh, sam elliott and uh yeah there was, a, there was a lot of old energy there definitely there old like cat like you heard the boots walking the and stuff Balladary and... Inn, i think we actually got more the Balladary was crazy yeah there was a part in the Balladary that it was actually where the grave was all these soldiers were buried and they put a slab of concrete over it and they turned it back then into a parking lot and then it became no, it a, a tennis, tennis court. court. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then now it's just, you know, it's just, it's just concrete, but we were taking pictures wow. there and on our Facebook page, we have the one picture showing, but you could see the energy coming out of the ground right next to Andrea. And it's like, it's a big uh, echo cloud, but it was, uh, mm -hmm. that was crazy. The energy that was there. The Cherokee in me is so offended by that. <laughs> oh here we go Sorry. earlier <laughs> earlier you had said um you had said something about being what do you call it spirit sensitive yeah right? spirit sensitive and spirit What's magnets that? all right so a spirit sensitive there's different types of sensitives uh, spirit sensitive and that we feel the energy Okay. So we can we can go in any place that has been known to be haunted or whatever, and we wouldn't know. We're but the moment home. the moment we walk in there, we can feel those energies, and we know if a place has, you know, if if there is a haunting there or if it's a residual ghost or whatever. Um, we can usually sense. Um, I don't know how strong because I don't think we were talking about. Do you do you sense the male female part mm -hmm. like I do? All right, so we could sense males and females. We could sense children. We could sense uh, if something is evil, if something has good intentions. Um, there's different feelings that you feel. Like with, with a negative energy, um, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like you you feel like you are almost being crushed, but you're not being crushed. It's just a lot of pressure, and like the air is like extremely thick. And then if you get touched by it, then you you will feel like an electrical feeling. Like if you put your finger in a socket, it's kind of like that tingling feeling. Um, in the one video, when it grabbed my knee, I, I really felt a lot of that. Um, when she got the hand on your head, what did you feel on that one? The, the, the hand on my head, it was, it, was really, it was like a whole hand and I could feel all the fingertips on the top of my head like this, putting pressure. <laughs> and then he just left his hand there for quite a while. Yeah, she was like this throughout the whole video. <laughs> That's the but part yeah, I got I mean, to, and then I had to leave work. <laughs> now, being a yeah. magnet, um, both of us are magnets. That just means that energies are drawn to us. So being a spirit sensitive, you you give off a lot of energy. And spirits need EMF energy um, or even bodily energy in order to be able to manipulate things, to be able to manifest uh, to be able to even communicate with you. They need that kind of energy. Um, there's a lot of times in our videos you'll see with the, when we do ITC, uh, when I use especially Necrometer and it comes out like an electronic voice, 
if it's a really strong spirit, you'll hear that clear as day and you'll hear everything that they're saying. And then when they're weak, it's like it's very hard to understand what they're saying. Um, but it depends on the energy of the spirit and how much they're able to pull off of you or the surroundings. What do you think, Brandon? <laughs> My dogs are barking in the house right now. It's distracting. Dogs and, I don't know and why. cats are very sensitive. Where uh, one place I, my mother lived, her house was built. They said it was like an Indian burial ground or something at one point. Something to that effect. It was a while ago. Something was going on there because it was guaranteed. And I don't know why. It almost seemed like almost BS because it was always a full moon. And you're like, why would it be the full moon? But no huh. shit, dude. Every single full moon, right at midnight, literally, every dog in that neighborhood, including ours, will beeline it, barking like they want to tear something up to the road, and they'll run right along the road just losing their minds. Yeah, they're they're the best at being sensitive as any kind of animal. They just pick up anything, and that's like if you sit there and you watch your cat's mannerisms or a dog, especially dogs, I would say. Dogs, I mean, the one time when we did the private investigation, that dog kept looking up like at the ceiling and like there was nothing there but he just kept focusing on it and he was like kind of like following it. So, I mean, not only did we feel it, that gave us, you know, concrete evidence that there was something there because he was, you know, interacting with it. Um, but yeah, animals. Like, oh, damn. My blood, Red acts like he's getting bit in a butt and shit and he'll jump over a look and he's looking well, all over the place. Well, that's because you yourself, dude, Nick, that's because yeah. you are haunted. <laughs> His beard. <laughs> His beard is haunted. His beard is haunted. What about my cat story, Brandon? You can't have a beard that glorious and not have it be haunted. I had uh, one of my bad experiences. The first real crazy experience I had, I believe it was my first one, was at my mother's house. It was that house where the dogs would bark at the street. I told this on episode 15, season one, three years ago. Great. Um, <laughs> I was in the bed. I was like in the bed. Rumo staying in had bunk beds. I was on the bottom one. Oh, shit. And right outside my door, I'm sitting here trying to go to sleep. And my cat, you, you ever hear a cat meow like it's almost like a baby crying? It's just a crazy, just a whine. My cats are pacing and they're whining like nuts. And right in my doorway, not up the hall, nor just pacing my door, right in the doorway. And I'm looking, I'm like, you crazy? What are you guys doing? They're just whining. I didn't think nothing of it. So I lay back down. All of a sudden, the whole bunk goes, Poof. I'm thinking the cats jumped up. No. Nope. They'll jump up. I look up. The sons of bitches are still pacing in the damn doorway. No. Nope. I'm like, okay, this is getting weird. Next thing you know it, I feel a weight. I can't open my eyes. I can't speak. I can't turn. I cannot move. What well, felt like forever. It might have been 20 seconds. I don't know, but it felt like forever. I'm just laying there, and I can't budge. I can't do anything. And then all of a sudden, finally, I was able to uh, get myself turned over. Nope. Take me home place. right now, Jesus. <laughs> That's a, nope. That is a, That's an interesting, interesting feeling. That, that Dude, when you told me that story the first time, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and now you just said it again. You didn't like it that time either, did you? Nope. Okay, so I have a question for you guys, um, unless the hosts want me to shut up. Um, <laughs> Mary, you do your thing. There are. Well, that was a good question by Mary. From uh, <laughs> all different walks of life, but 
a lot of people who do have religious backgrounds, especially, you know, people that are over 30, whatever, um, whatever religious denomination, a lot of those people believe that when someone dies, their spirit leaves this place and Mm -hmm. goes, you know, to another place to wait for judgment day. So they're either in paradise or they're in Hades. How do you explain to those people who might believe that everything that you're encountering could be demonic and it's just trying to trick you? How do you explain to those people this is, you know, the difference or this is why there are spirits that linger? Okay, well, I mean, the the energies that we uh, come face to face with, we've come across um, evil entities we've come across peaceful, loving entities, you feel them. So when a demon is trying to manipulate you and pretend, and that does happen, don't get me wrong, it does. The odds of you though, and this is what's crazy, like everybody watches these groups on YouTube. And and like I said, a lot of them, like their minds are like, I I don't know where they are, but they're beyond fake. And they'll sit there and they'll say like a demon's attacking them and all that kind of stuff. The odds of a demon actually encountering you is very slim. It is um you there's a difference between a malevolent spirit or a dark spirit and a demon now there are again there are evil spirits or dark spirits they're not demons they just have ill intentions Mm -hmm. a demon you'll know when you're around a demon because you smell i can't even put in words Mm -hmm. what that smells like and i've smelt it a couple times in my life and it's like it's like rotting um it's like the worst rot. It's like rotting maggots. Just picture that. All right. Um, that's the best way to put it. And then on top of Freeman, that, you're have... a demon. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. But then you have you, you have sulfur too. Like there's like a burnt uh, smell uh, to it, and you will just feel this dark, this darkness just surround you. Um, and when it gets like that, and it gets really, really strong that's when you'll know that you're probably amongst something that could be possibly demonic. Um, Evil energy and malevolent energy, they will do things like take your car keys. And there's this thing called the phantom zone. A lot of people talk about this where I've heard about uh, if if your house is haunted, your items are mysteriously gone. They vanish. So somehow, some way, I don't know the answer to this and how they do it, but spirits are able to take your objects and bring them into a phantom zone where you cannot find them anywhere in your house. And then all of a sudden, the next morning, they'll be on the table next to you. That happens. Um, but getting back to what you were saying about the religious thing, yeah, there's a, there's a way that we feel it. Um, have you encountered a demon Yeah. Yeah, goose pimples. Besides the cemetery, because I know that was yeah, definitely, that was that definitely. Was scary. Um, but that really didn't interact with us too much, except for that one night. Um that and I'm gonna say the murder house was probably. I feel like that was, but we didn't get close enough to actually say for sure. So you that felt it was. crazy oh, yeah. stuff there. Yep. But that was it. Hmm. Mm. Pretty, house. pretty, pretty sure that uh, I got goose pimples. Pretty sure my house is haunted <laughs> now. Uh, we had um, just the other day. Um, wife was putting dishes away. Right. I had done the dishes the the night before. We we kind of flipped just like we flip flop giving the kids a bath and whatnot. And she goes, Hey honey, where's my uh where's my little paddle from my bread maker? I'm like, What? So she shows me the other piece, right? It looks just like this. Did you do you remember putting it away? I'm like, 
yeah, I could have sworn I put it in the drawer over there. She goes, oh, it's not there. It's still not here. We don't know what the hell happened to it. We're like, maybe the kids thought it was a toy and put it with their toy. We went through the entire house, like top to bottom. Thing is gone. It's been gone now for like two days. No clue where it went. No idea. It'll um, be on your counter tomorrow the, morning. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It's not You'll the first, time, but days. it's not the first time Somewhere. something like that has happened either. Yeah, and it's usually it. like when we really need something, right? Like, so for example, we're we're fighting with a mouse or multiple mice right now. Um, I, I've been spending the last couple of weeks plugging up holes and stuff outside and whatnot, right? How, to how old is your house, Brandon? Oh, it's old. Uh, shit. I can't have remember. You guys, have we got you it ever in had... 2018, and I want to say it was built in the... I want to say it was like the late 60s, early 70s-ish, maybe? I'm not sure. I was going to say, if you go down into uh, in the town and then... You go to the record keepers that they can let you actually know if anybody has ever passed in your home or uh, where I don't you know, wanna, like I don't want to know, man. <laughs> Sometimes you might want to know that stuff though, but <sighs> it depends on what you're experiencing. If you're if you guys aren't experiencing anything malevolent, um, you probably could have intelligent spirits, but they could be residual too, that they, you know, they just like yeah. to be there. It could be okay. somebody that keeps sleeping the same right where you sleep. Dude, I already told you that story, and I got to tell it now because they're here. <laughs> yes, tell it. Okay. So uh, where we lived before, before we moved here, we moved here 2018, right? Um, every once in a blue moon at the old house, I'd be laying there. I'm a side sleeper, right? And I would hear, like, this close to my ear. <laughs> oh, God. It freaks me out. <sighs> We move here in the last five years. I've heard that twice and that's it. Like it's, it's, it's like it waits until the second I'm about to be just dead ass asleep. Right. Um, I start. It senses your energy. Fuck? Yeah. It senses Here's your energy. It's a disembodied voice. Yeah. So it's shocking you. Reeks me the fuck out. Oh, I got goosebumps. I don't like it. I don't like it. And then these these yahoos, Nick's talking about previous seasons and shit. Uh, I picked up these like copper rod things on Amazon, and I saw a thing on on TikTok where a dude was, you know, hey, cross them to say yes, open them to say no. So of course we're dicking around with it, right? I'm like doing the thing. I think, how many times did we do that, Nick? Twice, yeah. and it worked both fucking times. Rods are crossing and opening. I'm like, okay, point both rods towards the camera, and it'd be like at the camera, right? Um, I'd be, okay, you were very nice. You were, thank you. you I, know? Was, I was trying to, I was scared to death. I'm like, he had his hands you? in front of the camera. You could see his here. hands still. Oh. They were flat. He didn't. They weren't he, moving. He didn't move them. And then I'm like, okay, point the rods to where your energy is, right? And I'm both of them like them. go around the same direction, and they go over my right shoulder i'm like okay tell me i'm talking about my grandma please <laughs> oh, like, Fuck. oh dude it's crazy i mean it for was anybody insane that yeah i was gonna say for anybody that experiences the paranormal or anything supernatural uh your very first time it's like your brain doesn't want to believe it and it's nope. like when it does happen it's like you're trying to come to terms with what just happened and you're like 
did that really happen or how could that have happened or how did this not happen like you, you'll sit there and question everything and it but then like when it happens continuously you you do get to the point like i said with even with her and i we've been through so much paranormal shit it's like it doesn't even phase us anymore like we'll, we'll be sitting here and if there's a ghost in our house we're just like oh there's another ghost and then like mm. we we just wait you know we'll talk to it and we'll be like you know you can hang out for a little bit but just don't annoy us or we're gonna have to cleanse you out <laughs> but things like that but yeah well, I mean, we're so used to stuff like we'll do investigations like even um with the conjuring video that we did what you were just talking about in your ear uh oh, the one part the one part that i'm by the well i had no equipment on and you will literally hear the disembodied voice telling me to whisper it goes yeah, and you hear it right in the video it's crazy i'm the, I'm the nope. rational uh, nope. Ferris is the guy that looks for the fishing lines in people's videos <laughs> yeah. when things move. <laughs> That's good. We, we do that too, honestly. We yeah, try like to debunk as much as we can. Yeah. Well, that's wow. kind of what you guys did with the uh, the house, uh, the conjuring house, I think is what you called it. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't that seen was that one, one the yet. That was the, I think that was the last video that I watched. But it's it's odd because both last night I wanted to finish watching the theater video mm -hmm. and today before podcast time, I tried to, I went to the channel. I went to play it. I had watched a video before that. I wanted to airdrop it onto, you know, and would not, it would not continue to play that video. Hmm. Not yesterday and not again today. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I guess I'm not supposed to. Finish watching that one. <laughs> Your device is haunted. I have a, I have a question. Well, really, it's a question. I'm mm -hmm. around a lot of in my life. I'm a lot around a lot of empaths, and there's uh, one on this show right now. Actually, um, a really good friend of mine. Anyway, there's more so than one question, on this show. <laughs> my question is: Is there so people that are empathic to other people? Is there some kind of a connection to that? Even though they may not be paranormal friendly, like open yeah. to it. Yeah, is there a connection I'm to that? God, you answer that. For like, as far as there a connection, people who are empathetic toward or empaths towards people and towards spirits—is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. So, can can an empath that is normally recognize themselves as being empathic mm -hmm. to people, can they? Do they have that extra sixth sense? I guess if you say. I I honestly anything? believe that everybody has that. Just not everybody can access it. I think they a lot of people are just really closed off and they can't do it. But I think if you if you are an empath, you have um, you you just have so much more ability. You can definitely open all of that up. Because the reason I ask is my wife is my wife is very empathic, mm -hmm. and she won't do what the kids want to do around this time of the year, which is all the haunted trails and stuff like that that opens up. And and I think she's had some experiences that she just doesn't want to talk about, you know, mm -hmm. which is fine. I mean, it, it's her choice, but. And that's why I was trying to make, I'm always trying to get to know my wife better, you know, anyway. Yeah. And I can't, because of all these empaths, I can't keep my feelings to myself. It's like they sense it. It's like, oh. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really believe that's like the first step towards, I mean, you just have to open it up a little bit more. And then absolutely, I believe she could probably have that paranormal connection too. And to, to one more for me to, to find the strings, not necessarily debunk, mm -hmm. but I'm curious in the video of the Ritz Theater, yeah, the, the first little section, you're having a conversation with these entities, and you you disclaim that hey, some of these things we might have missed or whatever they're saying. Yeah, and I know it's probably 
super hard to figure out what they're saying. Is there like a, is it just you two trying to figure out what they're saying? Or is there, do you bring in a third tiebreaker or is there a committee? No. How do you what we determine do, what they're saying? Yeah, what we do is we'll take the, we take the vocalizations that are coming through. And like, I have a thing that I, I could slow the speech down. Right. And when I'm doing the video, like the video editing, I could slow it down into my, my beat headphones. For some reason, I hear everything through those. And it's a little bit easier to understand. And then when, when you see the words on the screen and then you hear the voice, it's like you put it together and like, that's exactly what he's mm -hmm. saying. Like, excuse my French, I'll, I'll just say, for example, here, I'm going to end up cursing real fast, but um, the one spirit that I was communicating with in the theater was definitely something dark. Um, it was definitely not demonic, but it was dark and there was some kind of really scary thing to it, too. But when it was saying to me, not the first part, the first part I had the communication, I don't know if it's the same spirit. It might have been the one I had in the concession was the same one I had on the stage. But um, he says that I think that I am the sky. And then he called me a pussy. So he goes, you think <laughs> you're the sky pussy. And then like, and I'm listening. <laughs> okay, to it then. And, yeah. And I'm listening to it. And you'll see there's parts where I have question marks. But then after I watch the video, I'm like, oh, my God, that's what he said. And I missed it. And like, he'll call me like a loser. Um, he did call me the F-A-G word. Um, definitely heard that one come through. And then in the concession stand, he does a thing where he says, it almost didn't make sense, but he uses the F word in there. But then he says, did you catch that? And when he says that, you can hear like a little kid's laugh mm -hmm. between it. And if you go back and you watch it, you will hear it. And it's, it's mind blowing because like as it's speaking, you're hearing this disembodied little kid laugh. Oh, it's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. But that's one thing I was going to say, Ferris, that's the one thing with us is like we always invite debunkers to watch our videos and debunk us because they can't. Um, here's how I'll give you proof. Right. So she's on stage. You have a spirit coming through the thing and it says, hear my voice. And Andrea goes, I would love to hear your voice. And if you turn your speakers up on your TV, you will hear it. The spirit actually speaks from the damn seats. And, and it happens a couple of times. Yeah. And then, yeah, blast, yeah, yeah, blast your speakers on that part. And I'm telling you, you'll hear it. And then also when I'm communicating in the, uh, the concession stand with the one spirit and I'm telling it to turn something on, it says, I said, wait, and then it turns the ball on right there. So right there, it shows you the evidence of what we're doing. You're getting communication you're getting activity, and it's all at once. You, you can't fake that kind of stuff. Well, I put, I put, just so that y'all don't think I'm a total skeptic. I put paranormal activity at damn near top of the list of things that I'm like, yeah, okay, well, whatever. You know, like like flat earthers is probably down at the bottom. Like, I definitely don't. That's just not me right now. I can't be mm -hmm. convinced of yeah. that. Um, so, <laughs> so for what you do, the that's it's up there with okay this is possible because i'm uh -huh. i'm i'm religious I, I know that there's i mean what else what what is a guardian angel if it's not a spirit around us yeah i, mean, I, I put it up at the top of the list of things not to fuck around with <laughs> <laughs> personally i can tell you, i can tell all you guys right now angels are 100 real um i believe that 100 percent. when things when things happen in your life and and you're at your lowest points you always find strength to to rise above mm -hmm. and, and to get through whatever hardships you are. That's not you. That's, that's an angel that is with you, helping you through that. 
humans can only do so much you know our capacity of our brains can only go so high and it's like we don't have the abilities to change current events in our lives and stuff like that that is all done by higher power so yes angels are real i think the one of the um now that you, you you mentioned angels and all that one of the one of my favorite memories um is this along, a highway memory along this realm um i didn't have a vehicle at the time yeah buddy of mine was down and out and i knew it was going to take me all night to freaking walk to his house right because he's you know 30 some odd miles away but i'm like dude i'm on my way don't do anything stupid right and i packed a backpack and i left and i was walking um walking on the side of the road late at night right uh and i trip and as i trip i hear a car coming right and i see headlights and i'm falling into the damn road right and i'm like okay this is it i'm gonna die trying to go help my buddy this is how i go uh next thing i know no clue how it happened boom instantaneously i'm way more forward than i was that car is driving by i'm perfectly balanced and I, I literally just crossed like a 10 15 foot fucking gap it was weird yeah, something something saved you yeah. yeah and then then i get a phone call from a friend of mine that i hadn't talked to in a couple years who happened to live in the same area as my buddy i was trying to go see she calls me up hey what are you doing i'm like i'm walking to you know so-and-so's house from your house yeah don't have a car oh my god we're like two minutes away where are you we're like two minutes from your house oh i'm over here on this road oh we'll be there in five minutes pick you up give you a ride <laughs> it's like one of my favorite memories ever because it was such a positive be cool. positive thing right got some bad ones too <laughs> well two um, things for but, me real quick I have this thing that's been going on for a long time. I always, uh, my peripheral, I always see something. Yes. 90% of the time, it's a head, like, looking in a doorway. Nope. Or it's always right here. Yep. The other yeah, day, I even had an animal about days ago. I told my wife this. We were doing something, and all of a sudden, I seen, I swear, a cat. Full body. I seen tail. It, Boom, I look, but there's no nothing, and there's nowhere, there's not even a cat there to begin with. Nowhere for it goes, it was in a little room, but I seen it clear as day. But I mostly see like the old farmhouse I told you about, Brandon. I lived out in nope, Virginia. Nope, 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 nope. Yep, I remember. Nope. Always there's a little hallway we made to the to our living room. You'd always see this dark head look in. Oh, I just I always see something looking at me, and I'll look and it's gone. I don't Constantly. want to see it. <laughs> the other thing I want to say and you guys can comment on these things if you want what I find the spookiest like if there's something like that going on it doesn't scare the shit out of me if I hear something it Ow. doesn't uh, you know what the ones that freak me out are the ones like when I went to these little farmhouses out in the middle of nowhere that have been abandoned you walk in there and it looks like people just left old fridge the chair sitting there with some magazines on the table and we went in these two the first one, I swore we heard footsteps, and we got a feeling that it was a get the fuck out feeling. You're, you're like your fight or flight kicks in. Mm -hmm. GTFO, brother. 
<laughs> like dumbasses, even though it kind of, we kind of walked out of that one, and then we went to the next one up. Never heard a word, nothing there, but for some reason, you just got that feeling. I'm feeling it now. Goosebumpy, hair raising up. Get the and dude, like we heard nothing, but there was a feeling in there. Me and my buddy couldn't run. We were tripping over each other, running and jumping off the porch. Get the fuck out of that house. That was way scarier than anything else I ever encountered. It's weird. No, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. With that, uh, we got to take a quick commercial break. Okay. Hear a word from the sponsor. We're sponsoring everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll come back and we got more questions. Okay. Scary stuff. The creepy things that make you run. We're going to continue our uh, uh, paranormal interview. Oh, you know what we got to <laughs> do? I meant to do in the beginning. We we also got to mention our new sponsor, Mommy Bay Lawn Care. If you are in the Toledo, Ohio area and you need your lawn taken care of to look spick and span and beautiful, or if you don't feel like shoveling that damn snow this coming winter, you need to give That's these the people one. a holler. They'll take care They'll of you. They'll come do it with a smile on their face even. That's right. <laughs> The owner um, Randy will haunt your yard. So, so now that now that we're back from our from our break, um, I have two questions that I really want to ask. Um, seven, and then five plus two is seven. Five plus two is seven. Thanks, buddy. Who'd you get that from? <laughs> and then uh, I think the the people out there probably want to hear some of the nitty gritty. Uh, Anywho, question number one. Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> I put both these questions in the chat just because I didn't know how to word them. And I'm just going to read it how I typed it. Pardon my French. Uh, Is it true that the more you fuck around with it, the more you're inviting shit to actually start happening? Is is that actually true? I believe that's true. It depends on what you're doing. Like, okay. So if you're investigating and you're just constantly out there and you're investigating, 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 trying to find answers, um, like we stated before, spirits do, it depends on the spirit. And if they love your energy, they're going to attach to you and they'll follow you home. Now, for the people that are kind of clueless and they don't know what they're doing and they're using like these paranormal apps um, and they're genuine apps, let's just say that actually work. Not all of them do. Um, and then they're doing the Ouija board and stuff like that. The more and more that they do that kind of stuff, yes, they are opening themselves they're inviting a presence and Ouija boards are the worst thing in the world to use. Um, I know I've never messed with one. I don't ever yeah. plan on messing with one. No. And the thing is a lot of people think they're games in that. And um, a lot of times, you know, people won't make a connection and it's usually somebody moving the, the Oracle, but um, for the ones that really do, it's uh, you're work. inviting, there's nothing ever good in a Ouija board ever. 
every That's single thing that comes to a Ouija mm-hmm. board is a dark malevolent spirit. It could be a demon. Uh, it could be just something dark. And they will make your life a living hell if you keep playing with that. Um, I've done that, and I've done one called the Psychic Circle. Why would you do that? I was younger, stupid dude. This is why I, I heard about it, the Psychic Circle. Yeah, it yeah, worked too. It, it it worked. What is that? It's like a Ouija board. That could be why you're seeing floating heads everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, a lot of people. So a lot of people around. So now, now we know that. The more you mess around with it, the more potential there is for for shit to happen, and that's fuck around and find out. So yeah. Fuck around and find out, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so question number two, uh, and this is this is also kind of a two parter, right? It's it's a double edged sword kind of deal because you said there's people out there, you know, say like myself, they don't know what the fuck they're doing, right? And let's say you know just wanted to all of a sudden one day, okay, let me just fuck around and find out, right? How do rods? <laughs> Thanks, Mary. <laughs> How do people in general uh, stay safe, especially in the moment, right, when they're when they're testing things out? And then also, how do you guys ensure that you're staying safe when you're out there in an investigation? We do a lot of different things. I mean, we, we do protection spells. We do protection prayers. We, we uh, make sure that we communicate with the spirits and let them know our intentions uh, before we do an investigation. Um, and that's even before the cameras come on. We are okay. definitely uh, communicating and letting them know that we are only there to to bring forth evidence of the paranormal and life after death and that we do not come and we do not mean them harm. We're not negative people. I mean, spirits sense your energy. They, they know what your intentions are when you walk through a door. Um, they can sense what type of person you are and they will feed off of you. If you're a negative person, you're going to have a very negative experience. If you're a loving, giving person that has a lot of light inside of them, the spirits are going to attract to you that are good. And the ones that are darker usually stay in the back. And they'll make themselves known, but they usually stay in the back. And it's more of the good spirits in the front unless they overpower them. But not only that, I think you have to trust your instincts too. And if you feel that um, something is dark, we end communication. Hmm. Do you have a favorite or like of your equipment a specific one that you like the most or you want to go to? Um, As far as the ITC, I personally like the Spirit dark- Talker. I think it works better for me. I think you it's have like to... It's like an Oculus. Yeah. yeah, you have to kind of choose a device that works best for you. I think every person is different. Me, I would say my go-to. I mean, we have all the other, like the bells and whistles, like all the laser lights and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But I would say my favorite thing to do is definitely uh, Necrophonic. Um, that's like a spirit box. Now I've used many different spirit boxes um, and I've tried everything. And I'll tell you right now, Necrophonic is the most authentic, uh, intelligent uh, thing I've ever used compared to everything else. And we do get a lot of very good, strong communication. Even at the theater, we had Houdini come in for like a, a whopping 10 seconds and then like he disappeared. But that's because he's Houdini. He pulled a Houdini. <laughs> yeah. Is there any piece of equipment on the Ghostbusters that is actually real? On the Ghost? <laughs> on Ghostbusters? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dang it. Right. Except, no, 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 no. They, that EMF reader, they had, they had the two EMF, that yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. With the lights. EMF, yeah. I mean, that picks up electronic magnetic frequencies. And so uh, Igor was ahead of his time. I would that. say that was real, yeah. Uh, proton packs and all that shit. 
<laughs> that's cool though. Make a great rat. It's rat funny butt. you bring that up, Ferris. You know, Jacob, my son, he's he's six. Uh, he is going to be a Ghostbuster for Halloween. Awesome. Which one? He's, his his, uh, his, his, his name tag. His name tag on it says Spangler and everything. Oh, nice. So he's Egon. Nice. Egon Spangler. So it's what awesome. about the one that shoots off the dots and maps and you get the little character? Oh, that's uh, SLS. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the stick figure. Now, I've seen a lot of people because I mean, I, I administrate <laughs> a lot of these sites and stuff like that. I've seen good people posting their videos. The thing with those is you can't walk around because you're going to get a lot of fake positives. Like it'll pick up any kind of object. It'll get a chair and people are like, oh, my God, there's something sitting in the chair. But it's really not. It's just mapping the chair. Um, even with doorways and stuff like that, the best thing to do with those, if anybody's going to use it as the best advice I can give you, set it up on a stand or a pod and have it pointing at nothing. And if you get a stick figure that comes in the doorway, then then you have something. Otherwise, if you're going to use that on investigations, you can't you can't be like panning it around and stuff because it's going to pick up so many things. And I've seen so many people think like, "Oh my god, I got something," and it's it's nothing. It's just mapping. Interesting. Okay. Okay, so it's time for the scary stuff now, right? Wait a minute, Brandon. Do you want to mute? I'm going to. Can we just can we just do a what's in your water real quick? I'm going to do that. I was just going to say to give a little break for Brandon. <laughs> I'm going to do the what's in the water quick, and then we'll get oh, into. Thank the God. So here we go with what's Whoa. in their water. Just so you guys know, what's in their water, it's usually Florida. It's like crazy, funny news stuff. That's just what in the heck is going on. Because we do like news, fake news, little skits and stuff. And it seems like Florida is the most, like they just have a lot of crazy things. Florida's nuts. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Florida's so nuts. My first what's in their water, Florida man tries to shoot a puppy, but the puppy shoots him instead. What? A Florida man was shot by one of seven puppies. He was All attempting control. to kill when one of them put their paw on the trigger of his gun and it went off. Oh. Oh. Really what are you dog. trying to shoot a freaking puppy for I'm in the first stop, place? I'm going to stop making jokes on my dogs not having thumbs. I mean, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> With it, now we have a Florida man humps a tree nude and then punches a deputy. Ow. First That's not all. surprising. Yeah. Uh, that that right there is the epitome of why you don't you meth around. Don't meth around. I, I'm thinking that's more a PCP thing than meth. Um, a Florida man was arrested after doing very Florida man things, including humping a tree <laughs> and running down the street nude. And then he came across a deputy and he punched the deputy right in the face. <laughs> See, now that's just ridiculous. You don't do that. A very Florida man thing to do, it says. <sighs> And our Love last the popo. One, Florida man gets beat up by the Easter Bunny. What? What? <laughs> oh no! A Florida man received a beatdown from the Easter Bunny, and the whole thing was caught on video. It all started when the man bumped into a woman. Words were exchanged. The bunny hopped into action and proceeded to fist of fury beat the shit out of the guy. <laughs> wow. And that's your what's in their water today. Brandon, did that help you? Yeah, I feel better. I feel better. I'm ready. Watch out for the Easter bunnies. will whoop you. I'm never ready. But let's, okay, all right. Nick, I'm going to let you ask the question that gets the ball rolling <laughs> on that segment there, buddy. Okay. <laughs> what is a, What is something that you guys have encountered that will make Brandon shiver and quiver in his boots? 
Anything? <laughs> well, that's the problem. There's there's a lot <laughs> so, I mean, that I've experienced personally. Okay, um, if I should say it this way, is there anything what you come across with fire that actually scared the piss out of you? On a scale of uh, 10, a three would scare yeah, me. So that, that, there's oh, thanks for that. Too. All right, so I mean, I could talk about the haunted house I lived in, and I was tormented by a spirit by the name of John. Um, so I'll give you guys a story of that first. Um, so we moved to a town called Carbondale, and there was a house that was on the corner, and it was it was a very nice house. It was modern, um, pretty big house. And when we moved in there, I was excited. I was only this was like after my father died, we moved there. I was about 12 or 13. And right when we got in the house, like, I don't know, I, I felt something, but like, I mean, at that age, I didn't know what the hell it was. I, I didn't know if it was just me being silly or whatever, but I was feeling something. But uh, my first occurrence that happened at that house was there was these two cabinets that were in my bedroom and I had these French glass doors. Um, so I didn't really have privacy in my bedroom you can say. Um, and the, the glass cabinets, I put all my G.I. Joe guys and I had all these different action figures. As and, you do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I had this one from Clash of the Titans. It was the devil. Clash and, of the Titans? Yeah, the Clash of the Titans. He was <laughs> nice. a toy. So I remember putting him in there and I made sure all my toys were set up and I was setting up my room. And this was the very first night we were there. And um I made sure everything was shut. Everything, all the cabinets were like magnets, you know, they were closed and everything else. And I just laid in bed and I was laying there and I was just excited, you know, being in a new house and everything else. And these, these girls came, that's a long story. And these girls came to my window to flirt with me. And that's so I, I was like in heaven. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. So I'm laying there in my bed. I love this I'm town. La <laughs> I'm laying in my bed and I just hear like, uh, I remember and it was like a click and I'm looking and I'm like oh maybe something fell and, and I didn't think much of it so I lay back and it's crazy because I'm 51 and I still remember this like it was yesterday because that's how dramatic it was but um I was laying there and I was starting to get to that point where I was feeling I was gonna fall asleep and all of a sudden something hits me in the head really hard and I remember jumping up and I'm like looking around, like, what the hell? And there was nothing there. And then I looked down and on my lap with the covers was the devil doll and from Clash of the Titans. And then I saw, like, I put the light on and I saw the cabinet door was open. So that's what the click was that I heard. So that kind of freaked me out at first. And I tried to make sense of it at that age. And I, and I didn't want to say anything to my mom or anything. But, um, so I kind of held that back. Then the next incident that happened there was uh, there was smashed dishes in our kitchen. And then my mom was like freaking out thinking that one of us did it. And I was like, I didn't go in the kitchen at all. And then we would smell cigar smoke. Everything started small um, at this place. And then it escalated. Uh, doors would be slamming in your face. I would lay in my bed. Once I moved upstairs to another bedroom, that room we ended up using for something else. But I moved upstairs to another bedroom and the attic was right above me and every single night I would hear somebody walking back and forth and I would hear the footsteps and I knew there was nobody up there and that would freak me out. Um, then I would get into this situation where I'd be laying in bed 
and I'd feel covers getting tugged off of me and getting what pulled off of me while I was laying there. Been there and then that. I would feel, yeah, I would feel things at my feet, touching my feet. Um, I got to the point where I got so scared every single night I would tuck my covers under my underneath my mattress so they wouldn't move. Um, but he would constantly torment me and it was really nobody else in the house. It was always just me that he'd get. And, um, the, one of the scariest things that happened there that was very painful. I was sitting approximately about 15 to 20 feet away from where my entertainment center was. And I had a stereo system with these very tall, thin speakers. And I was writing a song. I was starting to get in the music at that point. And I was really far away. There's no way in hell what happened happened let's get vocal and um as i'm sitting there writing all of a sudden i felt the bit like somebody came behind me and punched me in the back of my head as hard as they could and i thought it was my brothers at first and my first reaction was i looked over at the door that didn't even look down yet i looked over at the door and the door was closed and the door was locked and then i'm looking down and there is this big long stereo speaker right beside me and there's no way in hell and and i tried to make sense of it i was like there's no way it just tipped and fell because like, there's no way because I was so far away. But that was um, that showed me that it meant me harm. And that's when I told my parents about it. They still didn't believe me. So as a child, I went through a lot of stuff there. Then things started happening to them, like doors started opening in front of them. Uh, my mother's covers rose off of her bed while she was in bed. And she had actually took her voice where she couldn't scream. Uh, she said she felt something like it felt like a sphere that was underneath it. And as they rose and then when they fell she got her voice back she was screaming um my brother brian in the basement mm-hmm. every nail came out of his paneling one at a time wow. we just went through a lot of crazy stuff there and then we ended up having the house blessed um there was a lot of things that i did that i shouldn't have done i mean i was at that point i was resilient um i was against god for i kind of blamed god for taking my father so i started reading the devil bible like an idiot and I was doing some <laughs> other bad things. Yeah. What? Stupid stuff. Stupid <laughs> stuff. That's why you guys shouldn't be playing with this shit. Yeah. But um, I, the one night I was visited by what I can only explain as what looked like two big, massive lawn garbage bags. Um, there's no other way to put it. That's, that's what they look like. They were at the end of my bed. Um, those were demonic. And I did have that smell in my room. And, and it was like a lot of craziness that was going on in my life i was starting to think crazy thoughts i was getting um i was getting lost and it was it was just too much too much darkness at that point and that's when john reverend davis came and a couple other people um they came and they blessed the house and they did like the holy water and everything else and and after that we never had any other issues at that house um but because of me being a sensitive i think i invited Besides John being there, I invited other things in from doing the uh, the Satanic Bible and stuff like that. So that was one event. Now, if you want me to get into something like really scary, um, I was at a friend's house. Wait, that's not he, scary enough? No, this is even scarier. Oh, there's and, the uh, three that Ferris was talking about. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this one. This one was a little nuts. And, and I remember this one like it was kind of yesterday. But I was staying at my friend's mat. Matt's house and he was telling me that there was a ghost of a little girl there and I didn't believe him I was like oh you're full of it and uh even though again as a child I felt things I just didn't understand them but there was some kind of different feel in this house and 
we ended up uh, hanging out, eating pizza, playing video games and stuff like that. And I, I laid on his floor and he was telling me, he goes, if you hear anything, he goes, it's probably the little girl. And I was like, dude, shut up. And, and so he ended up falling asleep. I woke up in the middle of the night and I went to the bathroom. Now there was a long hall that he had at his house and the bathroom was all the way to the very end. So I walked all the way down to the hall and it was dark and I turned to the left and I went into the bathroom and then um, I came out I shut the light off and I started walking back and I got about halfway up and then I heard what I could only say was like a disembodied giggle and I turned and there was nothing there and I was like what the hell was that and like I knew it freaked me out because I heard it clear as day and it was like a little girl's laugh so I'm thinking to myself oh my god was he telling the truth like you know so I started walking more down towards the bath like his bedroom and then I heard the giggle again and I turned around and when I turned around this time it was just like when I saw my father when I was a kid it was like a blue it looked like a film like a projection there's no other way of explaining it but it looked like vapors gas blue but you could see distinction you could see like the facial features I saw her face I saw her hair one of her legs was missing I saw the other leg her one arm was partial um the other one was full and it was on her side and she just stood there and stared at me and I'm telling you right now I had a heart attack and I ran into Matt's room and I was screaming I was like dude I just saw her he's like I told you told you but yeah we'll go there <laughs> what the what the fuck no yeah. Yeah. Mm. but that's that's just some of the stuff i've been i've been through so much shit in my life it's crazy but yeah. i had a um i think i told this story on the show too I've, i think i've told all of my stories in that damn episode Nick, because there's only a handful yeah but um i was staying at my grandparents house so i, I grew up on 12 acres grandparents house was up here our house was down here right mm -hmm. uh i'm an only child i don't have any like blood brothers or sisters you know i got friends and stuff i'm like hey what's up brother <laughs> but um staying up at grandma grandpa's my cousins are there with me liana and christy um and we're all in the spare room got our sleeping bags and shit and we're ready to go to bed um grandma you know she's in there all right good night kids bye close the door anywho uh fast forward however long it was i don't know memories a little bit muddled but um, all of us pretty much either wake up at the same exact time or we were all already awake and we all saw the same damn thing at the same fucking time. Um, there was this like silhouette, right? Like black silhouette in the black of night. It was weird because we could all still see it from like the glow of the lights under the door in the hallway, right? Grandma and grandpa are out in the living room, like watching TV, doing whatever. Big, tall, like six foot three silhouette, big old cowboy hat. And then it starts walking like to where we are on the side of the room. Right. And there's, there's three of us. It's my cousin, Leanna, me, my cousin, Christy. And it walks in between me and my cousin, Christy. You could hear the footsteps. We could feel like how heavy the footsteps were hitting the fucking floor. And all of us just gone. And we're sprinting like we're at the door, throwing the door open, sprinting to the freaking living room. 
I jump into grandma's lap, Leanna and Christy are trying to figure out whether they're going to go to grandma or grandpa. And we're all trying to tell them all at the same time, like what we saw, right? Basically what it came down to was grandpa said, oh, so there's a ghost, huh? Okay. Go to bed. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah. He goes, so there's a ghost, huh? Okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever you say, go to bed. Go to bed. And we're like, we're, we're like traumatized, right? Yeah. Go to bed. What are you talking about, old man? Like, get your ass in there and kick that thing's <laughs> fucking ass. Like, no. Yeah. Go to bed. And they sent the three of us back there by our fucking selves. Yeah, Brandon, I can test that. say none of us got any fucking sleep that night. We didn't see it again. We didn't see it again. Dude, I'm telling you, to this day, one of the scariest things that I've ever encountered in my entire life. I was super young. I think I was only like seven, eight years old. Um, and that is one of the reasons why I choose not to. Why I try not to fuck around too much because I don't want to find out. <laughs> I like the story of the old lady with no teeth and shit. Oh, dude, that's the voice. That's the voice. That's I just voice bad, one. scary shit. That's scary shit right there. The, what Nick's talking about. The old hag. <laughs> yeah. And he was getting that. The voice. The voice that. Right. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to relive it. He kept hearing it, so he no, turned dude, around it's, it's and looked. Mm, and you can see an old mm, decrepit lady. The mouth mm, was like real big, wide open. With gaping ear to teeth. ear. Just busted, nasty fucking teeth. I, and I just like clear as day. Only saw her the one time. Only saw her the one time. We get Brandon out there and investigate with y'all. One day. No. No, I'm not, for, I'm not built for that shit, man. So what'd you say, Brandon? You did go. I wish, no, don't get me wrong. I wish I was. I wish I was built to do that kind of stuff because I find it intriguing. I find it interesting. I find it fascinating, but it scares the fucking shit out of me. Brandon went and asked the people at the apartment complex, did anybody die in his apartment? They really, they said, what'd they tell him, Brandon? Say it. No, I don't want to. <laughs> they told him no. yes. There was an old lady that died in it's there. Like fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, he, he saw uh, saw her at the apartment. Never saw her again, but I heard her voice. I know it's her fucking voice because I know that voice. Heard her voice at the next house, the rental house. Heard her voice that time here. D nope, nope. Stay away from me. Brandon, get you some sage. Yeah, that's a real good way to freak my wife out. Honey, what are you doing? Don't worry about it, dear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making the house smell nice. Dude, my wife is in the same boat as me. She, you know, she she finds it interesting. We like watching like the paranormal movies and stuff. When we watch the movies, we're like, okay, where's the trip wires? Where's the fishing line? It's kind of like Ferris, mm -hmm. right? But um, we, we're both like, okay, a movie is one thing, but we're not messing with it she still doesn't know that i've got these damn copper things over here <laughs> you know what's crazy especially this time of year when i start watching scary shit it messes with you can mess with your head because sometimes i do that and then when i have to go to the bathroom at night and the lights are out and i'm going to the bathroom and the shower's behind me with the curtain drawn my brain can't help but think is that curtain gonna move <laughs> oh dude i'm telling you right now when it comes time for me to go to bed tonight i'm gonna be like walk running to the bedroom <laughs> and i don't think i'm gonna sleep 
I think I need I think I need to tag along along on one and be the cameraman or something. Just up in the background. I'll go with you, Ferris. Ferris wants yeah. it to be proven in <laughs> real life. Wow. paranormal. Let's do it. I, I, yes, Man on the street, Ferris. So I have, like I've said, I do believe that there are, whether you want to call it a, another dimension that can reach out to us, or if it's actually spirits, or if it's entities, whatever. They're there. I've just been raised that they're not there to harm you. So that's the positive attitude that I have. And but they do. <laughs> they do. And I, I get they, they can. No, no, most don't. But some, some, some can. I haven't had the type of situations that y'all are talking about where it's a scary thing other than younger, had when, when your mind is still open to all the, the boogeyman and all that. And, and of course, dark woods, camping, stuff like that. It What goes bump in the night can scare you. It's not necessarily <laughs> a, a entity or a spirit. It, it's just something. Dude, give me camping in the woods in pitch black over seeing that bitch's face <laughs> any day of the week. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Oh, we had a, would, we lived, do it. We lived in a farm, 150 acres of old, it's like an 1800s farm. On the front of it, there was an old grave. There's a bunch of slave graves, and there, there was three people buried in the front that had the Civil War crosses. They were brothers. One of them, the guy in the middle, was actually General Lee's tailor. Went around with General Lee keeping his army suit all nice. I remember you telling this story. A lot of shit happened there, like in one night a hurricane came through and it made it all the way to where we were at and during that night something visited each and every room bedroom and it was a green glow you could almost see a figure of almost a civil war guy maybe but it was greenish and it was no full of shit thing because everybody the next morning all combusting out of their bedroom doors saying the same damn thing describing the same damn thing so if you got that you're not lying that that place had lots of shit going on in there. That's, That's one of the ones where I kept seeing the dude checking me out in all the different rooms. It's so weird when you see that shit. Just so, so you guys when, know, like even for all the viewers, like when when you guys ever experience anything supernatural, like a spirit is trying to communicate with you, Andy could tell you, like, what's their intentions? What do you what do you feel? What do you think a spirit's main objective is? Honestly, I think it depends on the spirit. But usually, but usually it's to let you know that they're there. They, yeah. they just want to be noticed. They they do. They want that attention. So, so they just kind of like want to be acknowledged for their presence yeah. being there? Yeah, pretty much that's what they do. They just want to be acknowledged. That's why they come through so much. Like whenever you go into a haunted location like paranormal people and you're like, you know, can you touch this motion ball? Can you touch this REM pod? Like, they'll interact with these people not because they just want to be noticed. They want to feel like, oh, my God, I'm something. I'm alive, like, in a sense. You know what I mean? So they you're saying like they're being included kind of a Just like yeah, deal. The now, here now with us alive, the spirit world has attention whores, too. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, what person doesn't want to feel <laughs> seen and heard? So yeah. that kind of, you know, that kind of makes so, sense. So, Andrea, nothing scary? You don't got no stories? Oh, yeah, she does. Um, Go ahead. Tell me about the not, cemetery. Not like Mark, no. But um, tell me about the cemetery situation. I don't think the cemetery was our scariest. Well, you tell me I your think, scariest. Um, the toilet? No. Toilet? <laughs> that was startling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it stirred the shit out of me for a couple seconds, but that was about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that the scariest moment I had was definitely... Um, in Salem, Massachusetts. And it was like, again, it was nothing like the experience as Marcus had. 
but when we went past the murder house, just the feelings that I had when I was outside of, like, on the sidewalk outside of that house, um, it was just horrible. Like, it was just my, immediately my eyes started to water. I was just overwhelmed. It was terrible. And then when we went back to the hotel that night, um, I feel like whatever was at the murder house is what kind of followed us back to the hotel. So we went to bed. We were sleeping. I mean, we were in a deep sleep. We took sleeping pills. Yeah. We were in a pretty deep sleep. And then in the middle of the night, we heard something just started banging really loud on the the closet door and woke us both up. And um, at that point, because just because of the feeling I had, it was overwhelming. So we just... Mark turned the lights on, and we just left the lights on for the rest of the night. Yep. We slept with lights. Does that work? The Hawthorne Hotel. Um, not really, but it made no. us feel better. It makes you feel better. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, that's the thing too. A lot of people ask. They're like, you know, why do people not do investigations during the day? You can. I mean, spirits are always active. They're more active at night. They are because of the fact that they don't like traffic. They don't like people coming in and out and stuff like that. So. If you're in a haunted location during a day and there's a lot of people in there, that's why I always tell people, and you know, some people get offended by it, but it's true. If you're doing a paranormal investigation, you have 20 fucking people with you, you're not going to get shit because that, that's just way too much energy. And the spirits are not going to sit there. They're not dogs and cats. They're not going to go play fetch. You know what I mean? So no. the thing is, they, they do want that attention. They want that interaction with you. But the lesser people, the more evidence you will get facts if you get them drain your batteries on anything oh god that's happening on the andy gavin video that we have up if you watch that i went down into the basement by myself and when i was down there i went down with almost a full camera battery i was only down there for maybe five minutes before my camera was completely dead and it was full yeah and actually she told you yeah Yeah. she told you drain battery this yeah, lady on the Spirit here, Talker app, it actually said drain drain camera right yeah. before it drained my camera battery. Wow. See? She went to the basement, dude, by herself. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've... Nick? Nick? Nicholas? <laughs> yes, sir. How about we talk about some some of the scary shit that happens in real life, like the scary shit that I've had to deal with with actual living human beings for a second there, buddy. Yeah? No. Yeah? Yeah, building searches, fucking 35,000 square foot warehouses by my fucking self, contacting 30 fucking people, telling them to kick rocks. Nah, <laughs> not doing it. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I'd rather, I'd rather do that than go... Do, do live what you just said you lived through for five minutes and come back with a drained battery in the at the Ritz I think you were out in the in the main auditorium or, or was it the auditorium you were somewhere in there and like your camera had shut itself off oh, yeah. yeah it just I was actually recording and I, I had like a whole conversation and I, I looked it it didn't shut my the camera off it was I was actually recording on a phone, so it didn't shut the phone off. It just turned the camera off, and I had to restart everything. That's well, crazy. At the same time, this is very important for anybody that watches that video. When that happens, right when Andy says, it just turned off my camera, you can hear her behind Andy up in the stands going, it was me. And it's voice. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to it. Turn up the speaker. You'll hear it clear as day. 
You know what I always think about and I wonder, and I don't know what show I was watching, but I remember hearing somewhere people talking about it, and I don't know if it's rare, but horny ghosts, like lustful spirits. Oh, like in the scary movie movie? <laughs> well, besides the fact thing? that spirit, spirits can still be attracted to people, and we've proven that. Yes, they're attra- attracted to Mark all the time. Sometimes, <laughs> it happens. Listen. Well, I mean, it, look it at happens. him. He looks they, like they he's have 32. <laughs> oh, don't tell him that. I have to live with him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that. Spirits are deviant. I mean, they can be. They can do things like that. Um, I've, I thank God, I haven't had these experiences, um, but I've had heard stories of people that have had sexual things happen to them from some kind of en- like an energy and entity or whatever. If they're going to fuck yeah, with I mean, me, at least do something pleasant. Yeah, right. Oh, no, thanks. I'm good. I'm I'm I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, you're laying in bed. It's like, wait, what oh, oh, oh what's that? <laughs> no, you know, yeah. <laughs> and she even said of it, she goes, Would you stop it or is that cheating? <laughs> oh, no. That's a good question. I ain't got no control over that shit. Oh good lord. Oh, oh crazy. Oh my god. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, me and Brandon would be the type of guys that we'd go get a beer together, buddy. Let's hey, let's go. <laughs> You're where, 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 Brandon, I don't think you need to go get a beer with Mark because that'd be um, fun. Make sure it's a haunted pub. He's a magnet. No, so <laughs> yeah, I bring shit to Brandon's well, life. I mean, he could, he, the thing. way he's explaining shit, it's like it'll be okay, pal. You're rotating, fine. Rotating right? Like, I, 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 and, and I, I get that. And Tourette's. That'd be awesome. You're all good. <laughs> You're ridiculous, man. Dude, but I just want to say real quick to you, all your listeners, guys, that uh, we were talking about this before, and I just want to mention it again. Um, definitely 100% from everything we've experienced there is life after death. So that's not a question that you should be worried about. What you should be worried about is just enjoying your life now while you're in this body enjoy your life do right um do the best you can for friends family mankind itself uh don't hold any hate it's you know life is way too short for that and, and no uh, there's an afterlife be right because you don't want to go in the wrong damn direction exactly so yeah Amen just live a, live a good life because when you do pass this world you are going to go into the spirit realm and you're going to be on a plane or go into the light whatever you want to do but you will have um, you will have options. We'll put it that way. If we hmm. have options, I want to haunt the White House. <laughs> oh, I would like to haunt. If some you have an option, I hope you haunt Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mary. Great, I'll be tuck- I'm going to be tucking. I love your you, buddy. And and else oh, great, great. You know, I still I still tuck the covers under my heels myself just for pure, pure yeah pure and i'll get that shit wanna, right out of there you'll be like it's great haunt a man that is at fathering than me that's just that's just terror torture for me He's a good man. weirdo huh i was just teasing with you by the way Brandon. oh you know love what? you din din no thanks love you too man in the news there is a guy who just got arrested here going around he was going to these Joanne, like Joanne Fabrics Hobby Lobby, and he was dumping his testicles in glitter. <laughs> Pretty How nuts. does that relate yes, to anything That has nothing to do and, and with hung this. That dude needs to put the bath salts down. Pretty nuts, ain't it? 
<laughs> oh, ha, 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 Nick. Wow. It could have been worse. Wow. Um, I have one question, one last question that I feel I must ask because I'm sure there's a listener or five out there that are going to be pissed if we don't. Um, I've been holding on to this one for a while. Earlier, you had mentioned apps. Um, And my brain kind of alluded to phone apps. You said there's some that are legit, some that aren't. Me, whenever I think of a phone app to do something like what y'all are doing, right, I think, okay, that with today's technology, that could be something that could be easily faked, right? Like they've got some AI thing and then it's an automated voice that does a blah, 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 blah. The apps that you're talking about, the ones that actually work, I guarantee you there's people out there that want to know. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, I kind of want to know too. I will tell you guys right now. All right. So there there's in the paranormal community, there's so much bullshit. I mean, there's people that will, Sit there and all they'll all tell you like all oh, phone apps don't work. It's all jokes. They're for entertainment purposes only and all that bullshit. The thing is, what people don't realize is that when these engineers are creating these apps and stuff like that, they have to, it. They'll be liable, so they have to put for entertainment purposes only. It doesn't mean shit. Now, yes, out of ninety nine percent of uh, apps. There's probably like maybe 6% that actually are real. So the three that we actually use, and like I said, if you want evidence, it's very easy. You you talk about the AI thing, right? So if that was so, again, we have communication where we have spirits come through these three apps and talk to us, and then they will do something right after they talk to us. You can't fake that. Like, that's all real So the three apps that you want to use, now there's three different types. There's a thing called an Oculus. An Oculus will say the word and it pulls a word from a dictionary and it brings it up. Now these machines, they cost thousands of dollars. You don't need that. Spirit Talker, the one that she uses a lot, 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you right now, as long as when you get these apps, I'm going to give you the other two in a second. You have to put your phone in airplane mode. It shuts off your location. It shuts off internet. That way you know that anything that comes through is real. All right, you're not getting some kind of computer-generated thing. It's done. So Spirit Talker, definitely, if you if you want to have the word show up and you're doing that kind of communication, you want to be able to read it and hear the voice, that's a great app. Second one, Necrophonic. Necrophonic is like a spirit box, all right? So it's just the same thing as the radio dials and you hear all the voices come through, but it's a little bit cleaner, and we get amazing communication through that one that's that's my favorite app um necrometer is more of a different type of itc that is where you are literally communicating with one spirit you're not having 15 or 20 coming in you have one but you have to on that app necrometer you have to put it on robot voice and put only a little teeny bit of reverb and a little bit of echo because spirits are able to manipulate that a little bit more Now, the reason Hmm. that these three apps work is because your phones are actually small, amazing, powerful computers. They have cores and sensors. Spirits know how to manipulate that, and they have an easy time of doing that. Um, So that is something that you definitely want to use. Like I said, out of all the apps, those are the ones we use. Now, GhostTube... we did use that in Gettysburg, and we had we had a couple things that came through with it. Yeah. But that's not; those are not apps that we use. Amy's Crypt uses them because they make them. Um, 
and you know they get good stuff and and we do like Amy's Crypt um and we do like their content because I do feel that they're genuine what they do they don't try to fake stuff like a certain group of kids um <laughs> yeah I think everybody knows who those people are but I'm not gonna na name drop we're gonna but, have um, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to ask when we're not on the air <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell you everybody that's that's fake but um yeah, those are your three best apps. Anything other than those, I mean, there's there's different ones. There's one I had where I actually got a pretty good EVP that actually comes out, and the ghost says, and I'll actually let you guys hear it right now. And the ghost actually, this was at the Cash Town Inn in Gettysburg. Mm -hmm. And when this came in, you're going to hear the very first hello is not me. You'll hear me say hello afterwards, but after he says hello, you're going to hear his boots walking on the ground. Here we go. See if you guys can hear this. Spirits, my name is Mark. That's the wrong one. Hang on. I come in. Is that the one? You're sensitive. Mm -hmm. I would like. No, that's a different one. Hang on. Sorry, guys. Okay. Hey, you're good, man. Let me just find it. Uh, oh, here it is. Hello. Hello. So I'm going to play it again. So the very first hello is not me, and those footsteps are not me. Hello. Hello. And I say hello right after him. So that was an EVP that came through. Now that one was called Ultimate Ghost Detector. I don't ever use that, but I did save that EVP because that was actually phenomenal. But yeah, the main apps that I use, and I can show you guys right now on the screen here, is, let's see if I can get it in the camera, right there, those three. And that is oh, Necrometer, Necrophonic, and Spirit Talker. Talker gotcha. Okay. We're going we're gonna to have to link them in the description or something yeah, for no, people we, that want to go do, do their with thing the companies i know people ask us all the time like where do you guys get money from it no we don't and and i'm being legit with you we have so much equipment and out of everything that we've ever tested we've mm -hmm. never gotten the actual results that we do then with those three apps they're phenomenal wow. i highly recommend them and for all of them you're putting all of them on the airplane mode that you you're were talking always, about yeah because like if you're if you're going to do something with a uh, regular internet you, you can always get fake stuff that comes through. Yeah. And, and that could be like AI generated. When you're in an airplane mode and your locations are off, it doesn't know where you are. You have no accessibility to internet and whatever that comes through net, you're going to be able to know it's intelligent because it's going to answer you. It's going to answer your questions. And then it, like you can sit there. What we do a lot in our videos is we'll say, can you say Mark and Andy? We try to get our name confirmations because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that can't be fake. We're not sitting there programming these apps. So yeah. when they come through and they're saying, Mark, Andy, we know that we have an intelligent communication and then we move on. That's cool. Oh, I'm over here. That's crazy. Nick's like, yeah, that's really cool. And Nick's going to go download <laughs> those apps right now. I just know <laughs> he's going to be messing around with it all night long now. Yeah. If you need any help, Brandon, just reach out to me and I'll, I'll tell you what to do with the settings. It's, it's it's kind of funny because a lot of what they're talking about kind of also correlates. We all know each other from an app called Smule. Mm -hmm. It's a karaoke app. I know. And, you okay. know Smule? Yep. Are you on Smule? No. I, I mean, I used to be a singer, so I'm very well aware of it. 
Damn. You know, we do a little segment called Let's Get Vocal quite often on here. We bring singers on here. Yeah. We get people that uh, typically it's it's within the Smule community, right? Um, But even if it's not someone on Smule, maybe it's someone from TikTok. Maybe it's someone who's recently released a... uh, like a first single or something like our buddy chip yeah. um we'll bring them on we'll play something that they've done whether it's a cover song or an original right whatever um we're not like you know hey we know we're gonna get hit with a copyright infringement if it's a cover we don't care it's, don't it's not you know whatever but uh yeah dude you want to come on back as a as a vocalist we'd be glad to have you in that fashion too That'd be That's awesome. actually where this whole thing came from. We all met on this mule act because Brandon's mm-hmm. in California, Ferris is Louisiana, Mary's Alabama, Ashley's Ohio. All on a stupid mule act. We sing, we got in groups, and here we are. Real recognize real chorus, and she won't sing in front of me though. Aw, you should. What? No, no, no. Okay. No. Did you did you see the theater where I asked all the ghosts if they want to hear Andy sing and they all yes. go, no, no, yes. no, no, no. I didn't get that far, I don't that think. That was funny. Brandon got too scared. I also yeah, think dude, Ed I got, I got was like getting frustrated with you. Five minutes or so into but, it. Yeah, and that Ed, was yes, it. he was. Yeah, yes. he was like, for the third time, Ed, Ed. sounded Ed sounded yeah. a little past. Yeah, somebody gave us a wrong name. They said that the projectionist was Larry or something. Larry. And uh and throughout the whole video, if you watch the whole video, you'll see Ed comes through a lot. Yeah. Like like pretty much yeah. every every part of that theater he was coming in. He was like he was following you around like a little lost puppy dog. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Ed, 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 Ed. <laughs> Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, I appreciate y'all coming on here, sticking around as long as you did. We don't usually go you know, this long of a, of an episode, but I mean, it we happened. had so many questions and so many stories. This was a blast. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm sure that we're all going to be coming up with other questions that we didn't think of. Right. Would love to have you guys come back. Come back. Um, I mean, we never even got into like the equipment that you use or nope. anything like that, but, um, would love to have you guys back on the show for sure in the future. You guys are awesome. You guys ready don't, for Halloween? Do you guys don't leave up? the green room right away because I want yeah, to exchange numbers. Mary, all your listeners, if you guys want to go check us out, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook. Um, Facebook, we post uh, some information there, but all of our videos and content are, are all on our YouTube. And it's under Spectral Paranormal Investigations. Just look for the Spectre. That's our little we'll link all that stuff in the description. Too. And, and uh, y'all can go in the description. We'll, it'll take you right to their page. So for Halloween, we have a special uh, investigation come up. We are going to be returning to Forest Hill Cemetery, Ooh. the one that we were told demons were surrounding us. And we're going to try to do something spooky there. You're going to go back? Was that the one back? where Miss Williams was? <laughs> yeah. You're going yes. back? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mrs. Williams was there. Yep. Part two. I don't know if it would work if it would mess with you. Know what would be kind of cool is if they could ever do one, if it was like a, an evening that we would be recording and they just kind of slip in for a minute while they're doing it on the show. Nick? We could do that. I'm sure we can make that happen. <laughs> that would be like, super cool. No, Nick's like man on the street here. <laughs> You're like, hey, Brandon, this is happening live right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not going to be able to make it tonight, y'all. I have work to do. Oh, man. No, that actually, that would be really cool. It would be. We would just have to bring the laptop and then set it up on one of the tombstones and then let you guys see what we do there. We can even like I said, it's it's, we don't have to bring a laptop. Yeah, you can fascinating on the phone. It's Mm -hmm. fascinating. It's intriguing. Scares the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, we're used to it. It's like a second skin to us. All the paranormal shit. That's that's you do get used to it. It's crazy. Well, buddy, Nick. Hell of a show, like, brother. subscribe, share, comment, go in the description. There's going to be lots of stuff in this description. Do me a favor this time, y'all. When you make your comment, tell us your scary ghost stories. I will personally respond personally to every single ghost story comment that we get. And his I'll response make sure will be as such. Nope, 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 And with that, that's a wrap. Good show. Y'all be good. Take care. Love you. Peace.